Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Mystical Matchmaker Podcast. I'm Marla Martinson, a crystal-loving, tarot-slinging, matchmaker, author, and energy healer. I'm here to inspire you to heal the past, live in the moment, and put some magic and fun in finding your soulmate. This is a place where we talk about all things love, light, how to make your dreams come true, and awaken to your authentic self by consciously creating your reality. Hello, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to the Mystical Matchmaker Podcast. I'm so excited for this show today. I have a super special guest, but before I get into that, I am just going to read my little affirmation for the day from Heart Thoughts, A Treasury of Inner Wisdom by Louise Hay. Healing means accepting all parts of ourselves, not just the parts we like, but all of us. I heal myself on all levels. This is a time of compassion and a time of healing. Go within and connect with that part of yourself that knows how to heal. It is possible. Know that you are in the process of healing. Discover your healing abilities, those that are strong and powerful. You are incredibly capable. Be willing to go to a new level to find abilities and capabilities that you are not aware of so you can truly heal yourself on all possible levels. You are spirit, and being spirit, you are free to save yourself and the world, and so it is. So we're going to talk about healing today. Um, We are in December, a lot of people getting the flu and colds and running around and a lot of stress with the holidays, and we want to go into the new year 2020 vibrant and healthy, and so we're going to talk about how to do that, and Um, My guest today, Julie Ryan, is a psychic and medical intuitive, and she is amazing. She does all sorts of um, magical things. She does medical scanning. She can scan your pets and find out what's wrong with them. She can talk to our deceased loved ones, delve into past lives scan a dying person. Uh, she has a book called Angelic Attendance, What Really Happens as We Transition from This Life into the Next. So we're going to talk about that, and I'm going to bring her on right now. Hello, Julie. Hi, Miss Marla. How are you, girl? Hey, great to have you here. Thanks for having so, me. Yeah, so... Um, we do. We are going to take some calls today, and that's going to be a lot of fun. But before we get to those, I would love for you to share. Uh, somebody asked me today when I posted on social media, what is a medical intuitive? It sounds interesting. So explain what it is and how, how you got to be one. That's a great question. I wondered the same thing about 25 years ago. <laughs> what is a medical intuitive? I'd never heard that term yeah. before. And it's somebody that, that is able to, at least in my case, I'm able to see in my mind's eye things that would normally be seen on a CT scan or an X-ray or an MRI. It's like I'm a human MRI. I can see broken mm-hmm. bones, torn ligaments, viral infections, bacterial infections, cancer, tumors, whatever. Oftentimes, 
or not often, but sometimes even before it shows up on scan. Like I'll see that cancer has metastasized somewhere in the body that's not showing up on the PET scans yet. And the person with whom I'm working will say, well, no, I just got a PET scan and it's not showing up. And then they'll email me later and they'll say, you were right. It just wasn't showing up yet. Wow. So I'm able yeah. to do that, and then I'm, and more importantly, I'm able to facilitate healing with energetic healing methods and um, techniques that help facilitate healing and are, in my world, at least they're complementary to Western medicine as we know it. Right, and you do that right over the phone because I had a session with you. It was fantastic, and and uh, you kind of it was so somebody could be anywhere. Uh, do you do it on Skype as well? I do. With people that live outside of the U.S., I have a lot of clients that are around the, you know, in different countries around the world. So we'll use Skype or Zoom for those normally, and then I do it on the phone. I would say 99.999% of my consults are remote, so I can tap into anybody anywhere. And it doesn't matter what so, you're doing. Mm-hmm. I've scanned many people while they were 40,000 feet up in the air on a plane. Wow, that's amazing. So if somebody does have cancer, I mean, something serious, um, you'll do some healing on them? Just, well, have you seen that clear mm-hmm. up or you, you more I have. tell them which, which, oh, my gosh. Okay, tell us something yeah, about that. <laughs> well, I watch energetic healings happen every day, all day long, Marla, and they can be a healing where something is added, something is removed. I watch healings that utilize methodologies that emulate what I saw in the operating room for all those years. As you mentioned, I'm an inventor of surgical devices and manufactured them and they're sold throughout the world. Still, some of them have been on the market for 30 years. And sometimes I see healings that utilize methodologies and devices that I don't believe have been invented yet. And it's just a combination of all of the above. So it's, as if I'm watching a surgical procedure happen in some instances, or I'm just watching inflammation. Inflammation looks to me like red fog over body parts. For instance, if your knee was inflamed, it would look like this cloud of red fog over one of your knees or perhaps both of your knees. And then I'll apply anti-inflammatory energy and it gets, gets the inflammation down so I can see behind it and see what's going on inside the joint, for instance, of a knee. Because similar to driving in fog, how it occludes your vision, it, it, you can't see out as far, or you can't see behind the fog, all you can see is the fog, depending on how dense it is. That's, that's what I experience when I scan somebody, for instance, if inflammation shows up. And then you said you put anti-inflammatory um, energy. Is it an intention that you have that you just call in what what is needed, and then it comes through you from spirit or from you know from the universe and goes in there? Is that basically how it, yes. it works for you? All of, mm-hmm. all of the above. At this point, after working with literally thousands and thousands of patients and people around the world, I like driving a car. When you first get started, yeah. you have to remember to put your foot on the brake and hit the on button and <laughs> the key and put the car in reverse and all that. I don't even think about it now. It's just if I see inflammation immediately, there's anti-inflammatory energy calming it down so I can get behind it to ah. see what's going on. Okay. So it's not even something that I'm consciously doing. Oftentimes, 
I'll know what the healing is, and especially if it's emulating something in the operating room because I spent all that time in there, so I could I know what they're doing, what the healing is. But but when I once in a while we'll see something with methodologies and devices that haven't been invented yet, it's it's really fascinating to see those, especially for me now because I'm thinking, oh, cool, what's this? And then invariably that healing that I see for the first time. I'll begin to see it with other people. So it's almost as if I keep reaching higher and higher levels of the ability to be able to facilitate energetic healing. I believe it's spirit working through me. It's not me doing it. Mm -hmm. I'm just the Mm -hmm. conduit on the vessel. So how did this start? So you were, uh, you know, working in the OR rooms and stuff and developing these devices. Were you always uh, hooked into spirit or psychic or what, how did this uh, start? Not at all. I learned how to do all this. I, I tell people I'm an inventor and a businesswoman who learned how to do woo-woo. <laughs> and it's the truth mm. because we're all born with psychic or intuitive ability. We've all had situations where we thought of someone and then perhaps within 24 hours or 48 hours, we either ran into them or or they called us seemingly out of the blue and we'll say, oh, my gosh, I was just thinking of you. Well, yeah, it was your psychic ability or your intuition that was picking up their vibe right. that you were going to have a conversation or, or a meeting with them or meet up with them. And and so I didn't know I had this ability. Everybody has it. I didn't know I had it. I never really thought about it before until probably – 26, 27 years ago, a friend gave me a book called Anatomy of the Spirit, written by Carolyn Mace, who's a medical intuitive. And I'd never heard yeah. that term before. And I thought, what the heck is that? And so right. I, I read the book, and I was interested, and I wanted to know more. And so I went to the bookstore, because we didn't really have Amazon yet, and the internet was not what it is today back then. Mm-hmm. You know, we think we've always had the internet. It's really fairly new that we oh, yeah. have it in the capacity that we do. And so I went to a bookstore and I found a book called Hands of Light by Barbara Brennan. And mm-hmm. Barbara Brennan's a NASA, former NASA physicist who has who parlayed 30 years ago, she parlayed very complex quantum physics principles into understandable language that the non-scientific person could grasp. And certainly I am yeah. a non-scientific person. I have a degree in communication, believe it or not. And uh-huh. and so I read that and I was interested in learning more. And I called her school and I said, do you have anybody teaching this in my area, perhaps a graduate or somebody? And sure enough, there was. And I started studying with her and I took formalized classes for six years. Wow. Yeah, I have that book, but I have... Yeah, I have it right here on my bookshelf. I'm holding it, A Guide to Healing Through the Human Energy Field, because I do uh, energy work and stuff, but uh, I'm going to have to, I haven't read the whole thing yet, so I'm going to, that's good, I'm going to get through that one. But so so you just taught yourself, so with the now energy work for me, uh, after being um, attuned to these energetic attunements to Reiki and, and I had the reconnection, I had a few energetic attunements and I found that that helped open up my intuition and I can do re- readings and stuff. Is that what happened to you? Was it that working with that energy that opened you up? Because you do also the mediumship work, the pet communication, all this, um, these other things as well. Right. 
I laugh at I have a buffet of psychicness, which is true. And it is, what? you what? are absolutely right. I'm a buffet yeah. of okay. psychicness. Oh, a yes. buffet, right. Yes, yes. Buffet of psychicness. Uh, you're absolutely right. It's being able to reach higher vibrations in order to yes. access all of this. And that's what I teach in my classes, actually. It's not about mm-hmm. technique. It's not about stand with your left foot down and your right foot up and your hands above your head or something like that. It's more the transfer of energy from a super, at a super high level from me to my students. And that's what happened from my teacher to me. And then you can, and, and I'm really not big on teaching people technique necessarily because I, everybody has their own natural abilities and I want people to utilize their own natural abilities it would be similar to, Back in the day when somebody was a left-handed writer and the teachers would chastise them and make them write, learn to write with their right hand. Well, why? Mm-hmm. Who cares? Yeah. And I yeah. feel the same way about, <laughs> about healing and mediumship and, and psychic work and animal communicator and past life stuff and spirit guide stuff. It's all, it's all being able to reach a really high vibration level and hold it and validate the information that you get when you're there. That's yeah. probably the most yeah. important part. Yeah. The most interesting thing happened to me last night. I was um, in bed watching uh, TV with my husband. We were watching that show Vikings, it's that, that TV series, you know, about, about the uh, Vikings back in, I don't know, 11th century or something. And there was these, two brothers who were kings or something and they were rivals and the one said tell me you know he 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 said something like he was this prophet and the other one says oh really well then tell me my wife's name because he had just gotten married tell me her name and I'll let you live or something like that and I thought to myself "Ooh, maybe I could guess the name he's going to say and right away I yelled out Anna and then the brother on tv said Anna <laughs> and, and I was like, oh, my God, out of all the names, and it's these Viking names, and I, you know, I, I just, and I said it on and not Anna, or, you know, I just said, and it was like this, because, I mean, I do the angel readings and tarot readings and stuff, but guessing what somebody's going to say on TV, I was like, that was, I was like, wow, that just blew me away. I'm still thinking about it today, you know, it was just, like, kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were too, you were most likely tuned into those actors, and you knew what the next line was going to be. And I guess so. fascinating about that, though, the thing that's so fascinating about that, Marla, is time in the spirit world. And I think this is a great example. What you just the story you just told. Time in the spirit world is not the same as our linear time in the human world, human reality. Linear time, as we know it, is a human concoction. We made, humans made that up. So mm-hmm. that's why when you reach this high vibration level, you can go forward, you can go backwards, you can, you can do stuff present time at the present moment. And things that have happened are set in stone. Things that are happening right now are set in stone. Things that are going to happen in the future are fluid because there's mm-hmm. so many variables that come into play to affect an outcome. So certainly the line in that script was set, and by you raising your vibrational level, really without even being cognizant of it, you were able mm-hmm. to access that information, and that's what makes this work so cool. Is yeah, we can access it is any so information, magical. past, present, or future. Mm-hmm. Right. 
So, yeah, and, and uh, you know, when people go to a psychic or something and want to know the future, like, is this going to happen? Is that going to happen? I know that a lot of times you can't, it depends on the energy of the person, the, their free will. So it's kind of hard to, it's just when, um, isn't it right that, so if you're telling them what you see, it's, it's, it could change because of their uh, actions and free will and all that. So it, you're kind of reading the energy at the moment around them, what, what the outcome could be, right? Exactly. We always, if we're doing something that's future, I always add the caveat of, look, this is, this is the deal right now. It could change mm-hmm. in a half an hour. It could change tomorrow. It could change next week. And it's not just the person's free will. It's everybody else that's involved in a situation's free will. I mean, my mm. God, the variables that come into play, take 9-11, for instance. Somebody oh. who's, who died yeah. that day decided to take the elevator, and their free will was to take the elevator, but then you had the free will of, you know, thousands of other people, including the terrorists, including the people on the plane, including, I mean, on and on and on and on. So, so there's right. no way to know for sure what's going to happen in the future because there are just too many variables that come in to play that can affect an outcome. So I always tell people, if you ever are talking to a psychic who says, I have a hundred percent accuracy rate, you need to run the other direction because there's no way yeah. it's not possible. No, Exactly. And um, what, and okay, so you can uh, help heal people. Now then you pat, scan tests. If somebody uh, calls you and says, I want my pet is sick and she has a tumor or something, mm-hmm. you can uh, go in and, and uh, heal the pet too from going and see what's going on. There. Right. Right. I, I can scan the pet and identify what's going on and then I'll, and then we'll do an energetic healing on them, on the animal. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's interesting with animals because animals have free will as well. They're not obviously as developed as humans, but the healing happens on the energetic level, and then it needs to integrate into the body. And there are a lot of variables that come into play with that too. What are they doing health-wise and and what what, what the circumstances are? But with a human... It's always their spirit's prerogative to utilize the healing in a way that best facilitates what they want to experience in this life. Because we all come in to have a human experience. And that's not just yeah. with energetic healing. It's with everything. You know, you go to a doctor, you go to the grocery store, you buy a car or whatever. It's, it's your spirit's prerogative to integrate that into the body in a way that's going to best best give you the experience that you're looking for in this lifetime. And like when we cut ourselves or we have some type of an injury, sometimes it heals instantly, not usually, Mm -hmm. but sometimes it does. But when we treat a cut, for instance, and we put a Band-Aid on it and maybe some kind of medicine, I I like Neosporin with lidocaine if I've hurt myself. (laughs) It the pain a little bit. We, We feel an immediate difference in the symptom, but it takes some time for it to heal. So I tell yeah. people, it, you may notice that the healing integrates instantly. It may take days, weeks, months. It may need some kind of complementary care like physical therapy mm-hmm. or surgery or change in diet or whatever, a Band-Aid. <laughs> it can be any yeah. one of a number of those things. Oh, 
such a you have such a cool job. <laughs> it's so I, do. I bet it's, it's just different it's different every day, and you're helping people, and so much fun. Um, and, we, and what about? Uh, so I know that um, people can have health problems from stress and maybe from grieving. So do you combine like uh, bringing in some mediumship and a past loved one? Maybe they, maybe someone's very angry at their spouse because they committed suicide or the dad that died that used to abuse them or so they're holding this. And then uh, can, do you ever bring them in to kind of talk to them so they can release that? Is, do you ever find that that's one of the issues there and combine that? Great question. There is always an emotional component in place before any kind of medical condition materializes uh-huh. 100% of the time. And what I perceive, Marla, is that there's what I call the energy field membrane that is a container that holds the energy that comprises our body and our spirit. And our spirit is the power source for the body. The body is inside uh-huh. the spirit, not the other way around. And that's why when somebody dies and their spirit and their body separate, their body doesn't work anymore because it doesn't have a power source. So when I'm scanning somebody on a medical scan, I will oftentimes, most of the time, see a hole or a tear in the energy field membrane, which imagine has the consistency of really thin saran wrap. Mm -hmm. And when I see a hole or a tear as part of the healing, I will go into the, imagine going into that terror hole and I'll be shown some kind of a scene and it can be from this lifetime or a past lifetime. And it's a scene of an emotional event that happened. And that emotional event causes an energy block a la Eastern medicine, as we know of it, acupressure, acupuncture, they're trying to clear the energy blocks to move the chi, get the energy to move. So yeah. there's an energy block that forms. And then other life events, energy piles on top of that initial energy block to the point where it causes enough pressure that it causes a blowout in the membrane. And so Mm. I'm shown some type of scene. And it can range from something simple to somebody called you a bad name when you were little and it hurt your feelings to something really dramatic that's happened. One of my favorite stories is I have a client that lives in uh, the U.K., and I saw this scene of her as a preteen, and she was in front. There was a blast that happened behind her, like an explosion. And I said to her, does that make any sense to you? And she said, yeah, I was a victim of an IRA bombing when I was 12, and I spent a couple months in the mm-hmm. hospital. I'm saying, okay. Yeah, so yeah. That would be a dramatic example. If it's a past life thing, we'll get where the – where the lifetime was, what the year was, what they were doing, where the country was. I just talked to a client right before I called into your show, and and she uh, was on a a um, a royal cruise ship, an HMS cruise ship, in 1912. We got the name of the ship. We got that it it left from Liverpool. It went into New York. I, I mean, it was just wild. All this information, we got what her name was, we got what she did, mm-hmm. then what we we got was that how that lifetime, the nuances and experiences in that lifetime correlated with what she was experiencing in her current lifetime. And, and as soon as we illuminate what the cause was of this emotional event, whether it's this t- lifetime or past lifetime, Marla, Marla it, it eliminates the block 
that membrane heals mm-hmm. and the body can work on full power. It's fascinating, the stuff that comes up. That's fascinating. So when you say that the body, the, the body is in the spirit, is that mm-hmm. so when we're born, the spirit doesn't like come in through the crown chakra and come in there? It's more, it's bigger than the body? Or how would you, it's a little bit hard to wrap my head around that one. Yeah, I I think what I've been told by spirit is that the spirit and the body join in utero at about five, six months gestation. About five months is mm-hmm. the seems to be the general information that I get. And and the best way I can describe this, couple of quick ways. First of all, if you've ever seen a religious picture or painting, oftentimes the figure will be depicted with a halo around their head or around their whole body. Mm-hmm. And that's their yeah. energy field. That's their spirit. That's their aura. It's all the same thing. Right. It's the power source for the body. Right. Another way I okay. describe it is back to the energy field membrane. An analogy I use is if you imagine going to the pet store and buying a goldfish, they're going to put it in a plastic bag of water in order for you to get it home. So if yeah. you have a picture of that in your mind's eye, the goldfish represents our body the water it's swimming in represents our spirit because again the body's inside the spirit and then the plastic bag represents the energy field membrane so if that plastic bag has a pinhole in it and water is draining out a drop at a time for a long time that fish is going to be just fine but when enough water drains out that fish is going to be in trouble and that's an analogy I use to to illustrate Uh what happens with the human body over time and and then with with the past lives, so is it our spirit that remember that still carries those patterns or things that affect us in this life, or is it because we have it? It's not the same material of the body or brain or memory. So where would um, I'm just trying to wrap my head around uh, how we can get those uh, patterns repeating from past lives because are they brought in through our spirit to because that spirit's been in those situations exactly every spirit has a frequency like a frequency that a radio station would broadcast on 94.7 the wave in la for instance is all jazz jazz music soft soft jazz or whatever they call it smooth jazz i think they call it smooth jazz that (laughs) Move jazz, 94-7, the wave. The wave. (laughs) The wave, right. So that's the frequency. Every every spirit, every soul has a frequency from the beginning of time till through eternity. So when we're doing any kind of work, woo-woo work, I call it, I tap into that spirit's frequency. My spirit taps into their spirit. And then... Like we talked about really early on in this conversation, once you're at that high frequency level and you're attached to that frequency of that spirit, then you can go wherever you need to with it. So to answer your question about the past life information, it's in the the energy field and Mm -hmm. it's part of the spirit and what the spirit wants to experience in this lifetime. And what my, what I perceive is that we'll have a general, theme of something we want to explore and it repeats in multiple lifetimes perhaps in a row Mm -hmm. like you want Mm -hmm. to explore feeling betrayed 
So yeah. in 1912, this gal, when she was on this, this ship sailing across the Atlantic, maybe she was betrayed by a lover or something. She was a woman. She was on the ship. Women didn't have a lot of rights then, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so now present day, she's a woman in present day, different set of circumstances, certainly a different timeline, lots more availability to what women have, have can access. And let's say she's betrayed by a business partner. So it's the same it's basic a, it's betrayal, but it's a different different set of circumstances, different opportunity to expand and build on what she learned in those past lives with betrayal. Perhaps in several past lives she was betrayed. Maybe in this lifetime she's the one doing the betraying to get that perspective mm-hmm. to see what that is like. Does that make sense? Yeah, but then so once you were mentioning once that you see that, go back to that past life and see it, then it clears your issue clears up. It clears. Now. It immediately it immediately clears, clears it. You it don't have to do that, that energy field. Mm-hmm. No. No, you don't. Yeah. And it yeah. it not only clears that emotional event, for instance in her case in nineteen twelve, but it also clears like toppling a row of dominoes that are lined up. It clears all the other emotional event mm. energy that has piled onto that initial block that has caused enough pressure that caused the the energy field membrane to rupture. Ooh, and allows that is energy awesome. leaks. And so it, and, uh-huh. and energy yeah. leaks always precede any kind of medical condition because back to my fish in a bag of water example, as I mentioned, if if what if there's enough water in there that that fish can survive, it's okay. But when enough water drains out, that fish is in trouble. Same thing with the body. Right. When the body has energy leaks over long periods of time, really serious disease and illness and stuff can kick in. And so we healed that energy field membrane tear or hole. The energy leak is eradicated, and then the body can work on full power, and it helps the body return to health and maintain health. Oh, that's fascinating. Okay, one more question before we take some callers. Now, uh, you were mentioning to be at a high frequency is how we can access, like that's probably how I access what that line in the in the TV show is going to be or when we're giving readings or connecting with deceased loved ones. That frequency needs to be high. Do you have any tips for people thinking, oh, well, how am I going to raise my frequency? What can some people do? Um, to do that well there's there are lots of methods to do that what i teach is you imagine energy coming from the ground up and shooting out through the top of your head like a geyser that you would see a geyser of water like a yellowstone you know national park yeah, yeah. Like those geysers of water and and a lot of uh, people that are teaching this that they teach about bringing the energy in from above and then going through right. the body I believe the body is the vessel. We're here to have the human experience. And so the body is the holder of the energy. So you've got to be really grounded and also in your body in order to hold those super, super high vibrational levels. And, and I, people that take my class, and I have um, classes that I offer several times a year, they, a lot of people that are in the class have done some sort of this work for years, in some instances, decades. And then when they take my class, I'm able to transfer that high vibrational energy to them as my students, and they hold that high vibration, and I help them hold it for the duration Mm -hmm. of the course so that they're able to access it. 
on their own. So I find that the ones who really are able to do the super high level work are, are able to access the really high frequencies. And I think it's something that you need to work with somebody on. I think it's something yeah. that you transfer, you know, it, mm-hmm. does that mean nobody can ever reach it on their own? Certainly not. Is the easiest way to reach it, to work with somebody who can transfer it? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be in real time because people who, uh, I, I record my classes, for instance, and every once in a while there's somebody who will miss a class, so they'll just watch the recording on the playback. Right. They get the same benefit. People who listen to my podcast that's on, on Thursday nights, I'll have people tell me all the time, gosh, I can be in an awful mood or be really sad or really mad or whatever, and I listen to your show, and I'm not even paying attention to what's being said, but I feel better immediately because mm. I'm at such a super high vibration because I'm scanning people all over the world that are calling in and getting their questions answered that right. um, they're picking up on that. So like a metronome, they're matching what my vibrational level is. Does that make sense? And what if, do, you, do you feel like the third eye that that gets our pineal gland gets calcified? Are you able to go in and, and uh, uncalcify that or open that for people? Have you ever had anybody ask uh, you that? <laughs> I have. I don't. I don't really pay any attention to that. I okay. I just it's just not um, something that I really pay any attention to ever. Uh, once right. in a blue moon, I have had. I can count on one hand the number of people that have talked to me about that. I just mm-hmm. I don't know that it's applicable. I okay. think it's some. It. It's a it's a theory that people have been taught. I'm not so sure that it's applicable. I'm not so sure that mm-hmm. it's something that's real. I think okay. it's more it. of a you know you it, it's more of a you hold your vibration at a super high level. Mhm. Well, that's good news because you know it's with people. I mean, I was when I was first trying to open up and everything. I was buying every supplement. I was doing every single thing to try to decalcify yeah. my third yeah. eye. You know, and all that. Yeah. And I'm like what? Yeah what's happening here it's not working or I don't know so it's good to know that they just need to work on the frequency yeah I think there are lots of methodologies some people like to use crystals some people like to use pendulums some people sage some people do all that I don't use any of that I just turn on my Mm -hmm. radar I call it It takes me a nanosecond Mm -hmm. I turn it on and off Mm -hmm. at will and it's not necessary I don't use any of that stuff never have and none of my wow. students do. So All right. it's, it's a method. It's kind of like, yeah. um, you know, you can use a paintbrush to paint a room. You can use a roller. You can use a sponge. You can use a rag. There's yeah. just different right. different ways it's to do tool. the same kind of a thing. Yeah. Okay. Well, are you ready to take uh, some calls? Sure. Yeah, sure. All right. Here we go. Hello there. Tell us your name, uh, where you're from, and your question. Hello. Hi. Hi. Uh, hi. <laughs> um, my, my name is uh, Vernell. It's all with Z, like the state of Virginia. Vernell. Uh-huh. Hi, Vernell. Okay. Vernell. Hi. And I'm, and I'm in the state of Virginia. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Well, what would you like to uh, talk to Julie about? Okay, um, first of all, thank you both for taking my call and um and um I've I've been I got a long list of um health issues going on and um 
and um and I, I really have to lose weight and I was wondering if, if you might know the best thing that I could do to lose the weight. Mhm. Hi Vernell. Hello. Uh I've got you on my radar, which means that while you were talking I closed my eyes and I watched a laser beam go from my body. I'm in Birmingham, Alabama, and I watched it shoot across and go northeast up to Virginia and hook into you. So as I was mentioning to Marla earlier, I my spirit is connected to yours. And I have a hologram of you in my mind's eye, and then I shoot energy in my mind's eye from your feet up through the top of your head, and it's like I'm looking at an MRI or a CT scan or an X-ray. And what I see is I see a lot of um, what I'd say are toxins in your body. And, uh-huh. and when we need to lose weight, the body stores toxins in fat because it's trying to keep those toxins away from our vital organs. So the uh-huh. best thing I can suggest, for now is obviously it's diet, but an easy way to think of it is if God made it, eat it. If man made it, do your best to avoid it. It's really that easy. So uh-huh. if it's protein, fruit, vegetable, stuff like that, mm-hmm. eat it. Obviously it's not about calories because an apple and a Twinkie have the same amount of calories. But certainly oh, okay. the apple's going to be used more efficiently and in a better way. I mean, we all know, little children know, that if you eat an apple, it's going to be healthier than eating a Twinkie that's got a 30-year shelf life because of all mm-hmm. the chemicals in it. So mm-hmm. eat low on the food chain. Do your best to eat organic. Do your best to stay away from anything that's processed. You know, mm-hmm. anything that's made with man-made ingredients or or and. And your body, your body has a tremendous capacity to heal. Those toxins will um, will uh, get washed out of your body. And you want you don't want to lose weight fast when you have a lot of toxins because all those toxins get dumped into your body, into your you know your GI tract, and it can make you sick. So trust uh-huh. that your body is doing it, doing it the way it needs to. And mm-hmm. uh, just remember, if God made it, eat it. If man made it in a factory, do your best to avoid it. Drink tons of water too. Okay, um, and um, I, I have I'm dealing with fluid, a lot of fluid retention, and I was diagnosed uh-huh. with having um, lymphedema, and I'm I'm seeing the doctor, and I'm wearing compression socks all the time, and taking water pills um, prescribed yeah. to me, um, and yeah. uh, I, I I've had a heart problem, but uh, I was just uh, I just did a, a echocardiogram. And they uh, they said that my heart looks normal for my age, and I'm in my fifties now. Um, uh-huh. and, but uh, I was wondering if um, if the um, I was diagnosed with diastolic dysfunction, and I, I was wondering if, if it might return or if my heart is just going to stay normal. Um, and you know. food is the best medicine, my girl. Food is the best uh-huh. medicine. So if you can. Stay low on the food chain. If God made it, eat it. If man made it in a factory, avoid it. All this, all mm-hmm. these other symptoms, I believe, are going to go away. You're going to be amazed. You're going to be able to get off your medicine. You're not going to retain fluid anymore. It's really a matter of that's how much diet. Diet affects everything. And, uh-huh. and it, there's so much junk in our food supply now, chemicals mm-hmm. and junk, that, um, that our bodies, it's amazing that our bodies are able to function with what we feed them. Okay. Can I, I really believe food is the best medicine. Something? Sure. 
I wanted yeah. to share something. Yeah, with the, with the lymphatic system, I had, uh, well, the, our lymphatic system does not have its own pump like the heart. So for that, for that fluid, that lymphatic fluid that carries out the toxins, the only way to get it moving and not stagnant is to exercise to move. So we're too, we're mm-hmm. too sedentary because I, I, uh, I'm, I don't have a weight problem or anything, but my, my issue is the lymph will uh, get stagnated in my breast, especially the right breast. And I had a session with mm-hmm. Julie, too, so she knows that. And so if I go to my spin class every day, if I'm doing my dry brushing on my skin, if I'm moving, mm-hmm. it, I don't have that issue. But if I'm sitting at my computer all day, if I'm not getting my exercise in, my breast starts to mm-hmm. hurt and that lymphatic, uh, uh, the, the, um, will, will, the fluid will start pooling up in there. So are, you probably mm-hmm. are not very active, I would think. But, Vernell, do yeah, stuff along those question. lines of what of what Marla was saying. You know, do stuff that you can do. I mean, even, uh-huh. even if it's a matter of just walking around your house, get up every hour and walk around your house for five minutes. I mean, do what you can do, and then you're going to get more stamina. You'll build up to it. Doesn't mean you go out. Got to go out and run a marathon. Just do uh-huh. what do what you can do so that you're moving. Great point, Marla. Okay, um, and quickly, All right. I, quickly, um, can I ask? Um, my boyfriend, he he um has known atrial fibrillation, and uh, he had two surgeries, and uh, they they burned the the nerves to stop the 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 pain and the heart from beating like crazy, and sometimes his, his blood his um his um heart beats at a very low rate and then other times it beats um at a very uh fast rate and it, it even bothers him at night. Is is it is there anything that could help him um to um control it maybe? Uh also he's a smoker, I will admit too. <laughs> okay. I'm well, sorry. What's what's his name for now? Uh, his name is Charles. Charles. Okay, I'm going to connect to Charles through you, and I'm going to ask his permission if I can scan him. If he gives it to me, I will. If he says no, I won't. I can, but I won't do it because it's an ethical thing for me. Uh I think it's an invasion of privacy. So I'm connected to you. I'm connecting to Charles. Charles, I'm talking to Vernell. I know it's fine. (laughs) Is what he said. Okay, cool. (laughs) All right. So I don't know if you prompted him that you were going to call in and ask about him, but so I've shot energy from his feet up through the top of his head and we'll, we're just going to do an energetic heart ablation on him. Mm -hmm. So I'm watching electrodes get placed on the, in a circle on the outside rim of his heart. And then I watch Mm -hmm. energy go from electrode to electrode spinning in a clockwise direction for a few seconds now it spins counterclockwise and now it's spinning clockwise again and as soon as it's fixed it's so funny Vernell and Marla the electrodes <laughs> just pop off it's like it's like there's a release button or something they just pop off of his heart so his heart uh-huh. is in sinus rhythm now so he just had an energetic healing done on him okay Beautiful. so I hope hope that helps All right yeah. All right. Thanks um, for thanks for great. calling in for now. <laughs> okay. Thank you both. All right. Take take care. Bye. All right. I'm going to take another. Yeah. Good luck. Hello. Good Hello. Luck. Welcome. And uh, what's your name? My name is Catherine, and I'm calling from Florida. And this has been a really entertaining show. Thank you. 
Oh, you're welcome. Kathy, Inform- you Actually, I should have said informative, not entertaining. Well, okay, oh, entertaining too. Awesome. But, you know. Good. We want to have fun too. <laughs> <clears throat> um, Julie, I was wondering if you could tell me what in the world is going on with my right arm. Sure. Hi, Catherine, first of all. Hi. Hi, Ms. Julie. Miss Florida. Miss Florida. Right. So here comes my laser beam from... Sweet home Alabama down to Florida. On. Most of the time, it. Um, hi, Vernell. We can still hear you. Um, oh, Marla. Oh, that's, yeah. Okay. Let me see. Yeah. <laughs> so, let's see if you can mute Vernell. Uh, there. All right. So, laser beam got you. Okay, Catherine. I'm, I've got a hologram of you in my mind. So I'm shooting energy from your feet up to the top of your head. Okay, right arm. That's what you said is yes. going on. Yes. Okay, uh-huh. I see it's inflamed from your shoulder down to about your wrist. Correct. So, again, as I was mentioning to Marla, inflammation looks like red fog on body parts. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'm just applying anti-inflammatory energy to get that calmed down to see what's happening. Okay, so you've got some nerve stuff going on. Um, my guess is that you have, uh, that it, it's kind of intermittent shooting pain. At times yes. where you'll get yeah. like a jolt kind of a thing. Yes. So mm-hmm. the healing that I'm doing, and I do this a lot, is for lack of a better word, I'm roto-rootering out your nerve. Beautiful. Your you do your okay. thing. They <laughs> so, do this. I was talking to somebody in London yesterday, and I used that term, and I said, let me explain that term to you, what it means. And she's a physician who's a client. She said, thank you for explaining that to me because I don't know that word. I said, yeah, it's an American That's so funny. <laughs> so, um, there's a, imagine a corkscrew that you would use to open a bottle of wine. Okay. It's a tiny <laughs> corkscrew. It's in there. It would be similar to if you were using an auger to plant bulbs in the springtime, you know, or in the fall so they'll bloom in the spring. You know, you twist it and it'll dig up mm-hmm. the dirt and make a hole. That's mm-hmm. what I'm doing inside that nerve and um, when I see a nerve that's acting up your nerve is is um, sick let me put it that way and my nerve is that, say that again well it's sick flipped? it's sick. sick sick oh okay like ill. okay sick like Ill. yes mm-hmm. it it's it can happen from injury it can happen from a lot of different things but but what I see when the nerve is not acting properly is there's this almost like there's this dead tissue in it you know you hear about veins and arteries being clogged with plaque I see that inside nerves nerve tissue imagine the nerve as a tube so I've Mm -hmm. cleared that out now I'm pouring stem cell energy in there and stem cell energy looks like light amber colored gel and it has sparkles in it and this is the absolute coolest stuff Catherine because it will regenerate whatever body part we need (laughs) and how Mm. that happens is there's a centrifuge there's a vortex that forms on top of that nerve and it spins very fast and that spinning transforms the stem cell energy into whatever body part we need in your case it's it's nerve tissue so I'm watching the nerve get regenerated from the top going down towards your wrist and where it w- looked disease looked sick not diseased mm-hmm. is a big word looked sick was not healthy was is I'm watching pink nerve tissue fill in so imagine I'm watching 
like kind of a brownish color, sick nerve tube, and where it's getting regenerated, it's pink coming on the top and it's heading down towards your wrist. Right now, it's just past your elbow, going down your forearm. Okay, and then it just lit up into your fingers. So it's clear, it's open, it seems to be working, and I hope that helps. I hope so, too, and that makes me feel so good hearing you say that because um, I had lost my mom earlier this year, but in the last five years or so, she had an awful lot of problem with um, when you were talking about plaque and buildup in your arteries and whatnot, and she had to have a few stents put in it, and it always amazed us because she was always this small woman and ate well and whatnot. We were thinking, really, of all people, her? You know, she's active mm-hmm. and, and whatnot. But anyway, she did. And so when I started having this pain, I'm thinking, oh, no, what if? And, you know, I mentioned this to one of my girlfriends, and I told her what I was feeling and how I was feeling. And she said, you know, I don't think it's what you think that your mom had. I think it sounds like your ulnar, ulnar nerve is messed mm-hmm. up. And I said, I've mm-hmm. never heard of such a thing. And mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that just yeah. made me feel when you said nerve, I'm like, Thank you. <laughs> you know, just thank yeah. you. you know. Get, a, get a copy of my book, Catherine, Angelic Attendant, since you just lost your mom. I think it will give you a lot of information and it will um, be entertaining, interestingly enough, but it will just give you so much comfort. Can so you give me I the really name of that book one more time? It. Yeah. Yeah, it's called Angelic Attendance. And it's Angelic Attendance. Like like an attendant at a wedding, not not take got it. Attend okay. A T T E N D A N E N D A N T. Okay, got it. So if you if you just go to Amazon and you type in Julie Ryan, it'll come up. I will do that now. Well, I'll do. I'm gonna okay. keep listening. If you could mute me so I could keep listening, because mm-hmm. this has been a really good show. Perfect. And thank you, Thanks Julie, very much. I will look into Happy your book. Holidays. Okay. Thank you, and to you as well. Bye. Bye. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Let's see. Bye. Now, see, I'm not. Bye. I'm not sure how to mute. Let's see here. If that was, are you still there, Catherine? I'm on. Yes, nine four one. What's your nine four one? Okay, there you are. Let's uh, see. Let me just see. I think it did. Okay, there. There we go. All right. I'm gonna go to another one. Uh, hello. Hi. Who's this? Is anybody there? Oh, hi. I guess not. Hi. Hello. Hi. <laughs> What's hi. your name? Oh, my name's Emily from British Columbia. Emily. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. What would you like to talk about with Julie today? Um, I've had fibromyalgia for years, and I've got, like, my hair falls, and I'm having trouble with my weight lately and energy, and I was wondering what she sees. Yeah. Let me catch on my radar. Hi, Miss Emily. Hi. Our Canadian girl. Thanks for calling in. Let's see. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hook you back, hooking into you up in Canada. All right, got you. Shooting energy from your feet up to the top of your head. You look like a yeast roll, my girl. You've got okay. lots of candida overgrowth. Are you familiar with that? Yeah. Have you heard about that? Yeah. Yeah. You've got candida overgrowth. So it's a gut thing. And, mm-hmm. um, and when we have an overgrowth of candida, that just means that our gut biome's out of whack. And it and it's usually people that have fibromyalgia, when you get your gut 
situated, it will um, it will go away. The symptoms will go away. So a couple of things. If you email me, Julie at AskJulieRyan.com, I'll send you a link to get a gut biome test. For now, this is for you, too, if you're still listening. Um, and you can do it at home. You don't need a doctor's order to do it. And it will tell you what the critters are in your gut biome. We have an ecosystem in our guts, and that's where our immune system is based. And it will, most importantly, it will tell you here are the foods that are going to be superfoods for you to eat. Here are the foods for you to avoid to help you get a healthy gut back. And that will help with all of those symptoms. So Julie at AskJulieRyan.com. You send me an email, I'll reply, and I'll send you a link for half off on the test. You can do it at home. Okay. In the meantime, Emily, avoid, uh, avoid sweets. Sugar, you know, yeast love sugar. So most of us that have had yeast issues, we crave sugar. So, mm-hmm. you know, anything like what I was telling Vernell earlier, stay low on the food chain. If God made it, eat it. If man made it in a factory, do your best to avoid it. Avoid fermented foods. A lot of people oh. think that if they eat kimchi, yogurt, sauerkraut, it helps their gut biome. Not if you have yeast. It feeds the yeast because it's fermented. So okay. beer, wine, alcohol, stay away from it. So you get the yeast cleared up because, again, they're all fermented. And then one other thing is do you put lemon slices in your water? Sometimes. Yeah, don't do it because oh. the peel is full of yeast and those lemon and slices have been, sit, have, have been sitting around. Yeah, it's full of yeast. So you're just drinking oh. a yeast cocktail. So if you want lemon in your water, cut a lemon and squeeze the juice in. And then put the lemon down to your garbage disposal and make your kitchen smell good. Because um, don't ever put a slice of lemon in your water. And if you're going to eat fruit, peel it because there's so much yeast on the peel. Really? Those are a couple of tips. Yeah. Even that apples? can help. Even apples? apples right. Peel them. Yep. All of them. Really? Yeah. Peel them. Yep. Oh, wow. Peel them all and right. eat them. Like, don't, don't peel an apple and then put the peeled apple in your lunchbox. Like, eat it mm-hmm. when you peel it. Right after you do okay. it. Okay. All right. Good I luck. I hope that helps. Thank you. Okay. Feel okay. better. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye. All right. I'm going to take uh, this one here. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Thank you. Yes. Hi. This is Donna. How are you? Hi, Donna. Great. How can we help you today? Hi. Well, um, I'm 65 now, but I'm just not feeling that well. Um, I take natural things to sleep, and I just wanted to know what uh, you were picking up, please. Okay. Hi, Donna. Where are you? Hi. I'm in Santa Barbara, California. Oh, poor baby. I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) That's one of the garden spots of the universe, isn't it? It's gorgeous. Yeah. It's oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. I, you uh-huh. know, I, I, I usually say that to people in Santa Barbara and San Diego. Usually, I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, <laughs> all right. That comes to my laser beam. I always think of lots of bougainvillea when I think of Santa Barbara. Uh, okay, got you. Shooting energy from your feet up to the top of your head. So you're not on hormones. It doesn't look like, or if you are, you're not. No, on enough. no, I'm not. Yeah. No, have you thought about no. have you thought about the bioidentical hormone, Donna? You know, I tried. I don't have hot sweats or anything like that. 
So, so I don't want to yeah. get into taking things, but you know, I have low libido though, but, but, yeah. I, but I take, um, I take uh Respirdone, which is because I hear things. So I have to take that. And I think that might put a dampener on the sexuality. I don't know. Well, the thing about the bioidenticals is it's what the body manufactures when we're young and fertile. It's the exact molecular composition and keeps your bones healthy, your brain healthy, and your heart healthy. So I I just shot some energetic estrogen into you. I think that's what's going on. That's what I believe. Because the energy, when I get somebody on my radar, Donna, it always goes where it's most needed first. Yours went right to your hormones. So I think that's oh. what's, go, what's going on with you. And, um, again, email me, Julie, at AskJulieRyan.com, and I'll shoot you a, a link to connect with my um, doctor who's in Los Angeles, who's in Santa Monica, real oh. close to you. And she's she's a specialist on bioidenticals, has been doing it for 40 years, board certified OBGYN. For those living in other parts of the country and world, if you go to IFM. I as in Igloo, F as in Frank, M as in Mary, IFM.com. It's the Institute for Functional Medicine. You can find a doctor in your area by putting in your postal code or your zip code. And another one to use is A, the letter A, letter 4, M as in Mary, A4M.com. And that's the American Association of Anti-Aging Medicine. And again, you put your zip code or your postal code in there and you can find somebody in your area who specializes in this stuff. So, but those are both really good resources to find a doctor. Oh yeah. Are you All talking right. the ones that you put on your arm that you actually put the cream yeah. on your arm? Okay. Yeah. And then you have yeah. your period again? Not necessarily. That can be controlled okay. by the doctor and the, and what they've got you on. Yeah. I know. You're like, Oh my God, I don't want to go back there. I get you. <laughs> Yeah, All right. Fun. Good luck. Okay. Thank happy you. Happy All holidays. Right. Happy holidays. We have Thank time you. for one more. Thank you. So you I'm too. gonna pop on. Oops. Let me let me close that. Okay. Hello. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. You're welcome. What's your name? My name is Christine, and I'm calling from Colorado. Okay. Beautiful. What would you like to ask Julie? Hi, Julie. Um, I thank you very much for all the information. Also, I think this is such an um, important topic. Um, I am someone who has been suffering with uh, some symptoms for a few years now, and I've been to a few doctors, and no one has really pinpointed the root of the problem. So I'm just wondering if you can see what is going on with my – It's the problem is in my stomach area. Mm-hmm. And also up through okay. my, and it goes up from there. Okay, up through your esophagus? Yes, ma'am. Okay, all right. Hi, Christine. Okay, here comes my laser beam. Has the snow melted out there yet? You guys got slammed over Thanksgiving, didn't you? Yes, where I'm at, yeah, the snow is melted. Okay, good. I have family in Denver, and they were like, holy mackerel. All right. Uh-huh. Got you. Yeah, you just what I was just talking with Emily about, um, you know, with the yeast, that's what's going on with you. So what I just mentioned to Emily with the candida overgrowth, 
And if you email me, Julie at AskJulieRyan.com, I'll send you the link to that gut biome test, and that will give you what your superfoods are and what the foods are for you to avoid. And food is the best medicine for any symptom. It just I mean, broken bones, it's going to help you heal. You need to go get your cast on or whatever. But pretty much anything else is food is the best medicine. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so the problem is really yeast, like that's it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. If you oh. Google Candida Overgrow, and if you email me, I'll send you a bunch of links so you can learn about it. it I mean, it's it's called the missing diagnosis, and it has so many symptoms. And uh, and so you get you get your gut healthy, and the rest of you will be healthy, and those symptoms will go away. Okay, I will email you. Thank you very much. Okay, happy holidays, Christine. Oh. All right, thanks, Christine. Okay, actually, we do have time to take one more. So, hello, hello, welcome. Hello. Hi, what's your name? Oh, my name is Teresa. I didn't know if it was me or not. That's you, Teresa. <laughs> Thank you um, so much for taking my call. I so appreciate it. You're welcome. What would you like to ask Julie? I'd like to ask her about my diabetes. It's diabetes one and a half. It's not type one or type two. It's autoimmune. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But I'd like to ask any kind of information that you have around it that would be beneficial for me, I would appreciate. Hi, Teresa. Where are you? Where are you located? I mean, I'm sorry. I'm in Tucson, Arizona. Oh, okay. Terrific. All right. So I've got you on my radar, and I'm shooting energy from your feet up to the top of your head. Okay. So, um, again, I think you have a yeast overgrowth situation, which can, can affect how we absorb sugars. And, and it's, it doesn't have to be just sugar like in desserts and table sugar. I mean, anything that's processed will absorb like sugar. The first thing that I'm going to suggest is, if, again, email me and I'll send you a bunch of links, but there's a, there's a research facility at Indiana University, Teresa, that has is doing work with diabetics, and they come from all over the world, and they will get them well again with diet. And usually they can get people off their medications in short order, within a couple of weeks in a lot of instances. So I'll send you the link to that, and you can Google it, too. It's the Diabetic the Center I'm, in Indiana. The problem, I'm, the problem I'm having is I'm fourth-generation diabetic. I'm 105 pounds mm-hmm. at 5'7". So mm-hmm. it's what's happening is I had what's called GAD65, which is genetic where it's actually attacking my beta cells thinking that they're damaged. So they've been unable to regulate me with any kind of medication or insulin. I've been swinging. Mm-hmm. And it's not weight because I've never been overweight in my life, but now I'm actually mm-hmm. down to 105 pounds at 5'7", so I'm pretty thin. Mm-hmm. Well, Again, I would send you to Indiana University's Diabetic Center because they they deal with all this stuff. It's not just weight. Oh. And they are getting people well with diet. So I, I'm not saying you need to lose weight. I'm just saying that's the place for you to research, to, to check out what they're doing up there. Because they have experts up there that people come to see from all over the world and they get them well. 
Okay, so you think this is yeast is also playing a player, or I think yeast, I, I do, yes. Okay, and this is gut yeast. It is, yes. So email me Julie at julieryan dot com, and I'll send you a bunch of links as references. I'm sorry, can you tell me your email again? I didn't hear you. Sure, Julie J U L I E at askjulieryan dot com. Got it. Thank you so, so, so much. You are most welcome. Um, thank Happy you. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Bye. All right. So, Julie, we're just about ready to wrap up. But, you know, I have a question about um, alcohol. Is it I, it's yeah. confusing to me? Is Does that turn into sugar? Is that sugar? If people are craving it, yeah. are they really craving sugar? Can yeah. you give us a little info on alcohol? Absolutely. I believe that uh, alcoholism is a sugar addiction because the body doesn't even have to process it. It's just a sugar IV when, you know, when somebody uh-huh. drinks alcohol. So, yeah, absolutely. I I know. So, and then if, well, let's say um, somebody will say, well, I really don't eat any, any sweets or anything, but then they're having alcohol every day. They are taking it yeah. sugar that way, right? Because the body Lots of it. makes it that process. Uh-huh. And, just, and then I just does, something, I also, oh, yeah, uh-huh. I just saw something on Facebook or Instagram or one of it, and it said how much sugar is in a glass of wine, and it had a wine glass that had about 15 sugar cubes in it. So, oh, wow. Tons of sugar. Yeah. And then I, I do know some people who are, are diabetic, type 2 diabetes, and then they drink a lot, I mean a lot daily, maybe five uh-huh. or six uh, wines or uh, vodkas. Do, do you think the wine can cause diabetes, or is it dangerous to drink uh, when you have diabetes? Absolutely, because it's all sugar. Yeah. It's absorbed as sugar. Right. Yeah. Right. And they're yeah. getting their it's calories good. from the sugar. You know, the analogy I used with Bernal as far yeah. as a Twinkie and an apple have the same number of calories in them, but certainly the body mm-hmm. processes each one very differently. Right. Yeah. Well, I just see, I see it a lot. It's hard for people. They won't give up their wine or their, you know, and, and uh, it's, it's something that it's also almost like coffee. You know, the coffee mm-hmm. is hard to give up. It's like I've been off it before, but it's like, I want that morning cup of coffee. I love that smell. It's percolating, you know. So, mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, well, you got to, I guess, everything in moderation we've got to enjoy, too. And it's the holidays, so. That's right. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Julie, thank you so much for popping in here on the Mystical Matchmaker podcast. And uh, so appreciated. Everybody go to her website. Uh, is it just Julie? Let me see. I've got it here. Julie, Julie, ask Julie Ryan. dot com. Yeah. And, and it's linked up back at blog talk radio. And you guys, if you can also go to my website, Marla dot com and get your free self-love guided meditation. And if you're loving this podcast, please consider leaving a review on iTunes. I would so appreciate it and just have a wonderful, uh, beautiful holiday season, everybody. And until next time, Much love. Thanks, Julie. Bye, everybody. Thanks, Marla. Bye. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.